You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. This week in our Business Builder segment, Michael and I will be giving you our tips for staying focused on what matters most in your business success. That's up in a bit, but first, it's our success interview. Today, we are talking with entrepreneur, author, speaker, and eWomen Network Managing Director in Central New Jersey, Ro Couture DeSaro. A number of years ago, Ro stepped away from a great job on Wall Street to become an entrepreneur, and she is the owner of Gutsy Gals Get More. I can't wait for our conversation and to learn more about Roe. She helps her clients find their courage and feel confident so they can have a career in life they love. I'm really excited to hear her strategies and have her share more. Welcome to the show, Roe. Well, thank you. I am excited to be here. I know we've had a number of conversations, and I'm excited to learn more about you and your business. I'd love to start our conversations by asking each of our guests to share just a little bit more about their current business, how it got started, and how it's evolved over time to just really give us a level set where we are and to share. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to do that. It's My business started only about three and a half years ago, and what was happening at the time, even though I was doing well, I was just feeling this tug at like there's something more for me out there. There's something more that I need to be doing. And at the time, I was 55, so I was so felt that I was too old to get it wrong and, and to say, okay, what do I need to do? How do I know? What is my passions? What do I want to do when I grow up? So I took a, I actually took a group coaching program called Many Passions, One Profitable Business. And what I received from it really was a validation of something I wanted to do in the 90s. And it, and it really led to also me knowing that what I've always been doing is what I need to be doing for a living, and that was supporting and mentoring women to, to really be successful in their business or their careers that really allows them to not compromise their womanhood or their lifestyle. And, and that's what it's involved today. I, I did start out more of a, a business coach, but what's happened is I've become more, more of a success coach, working mostly with women entrepreneurs, working on their mindset, their money relationships, their blockages, their boundaries, 
and their feminine leadership. So it's more of like today, it's more of like the life challenges that block women from running a successful, profitable business that is fulfilling to them. Interesting. And, you know, our stories are are somewhat similar. I was 53 when I went through that kind of um, transition, and I'm 61 now, so a little bit longer ago. But I went through and said, for me, it was like, I'm too old to make this change. I'm too old to do something different. But I was asking, what do I want to do? What's my legacy? You know, what can I really offer? And made some big Mm. transitions. And it's been incredible. I, you know, I feel younger, more engaged. And I think it's a lot of people go through that and think that they can't make a change. And I love hearing a story of where, so, you know, someone is, is really has made that change and done it very successfully because I know it can be done. It's actually been the first time in my life that I still feel like it's the first day. Every day feels like the first day that I'm still happy every single day of what I do. Where in the, in the past, I would get so excited in the beginning and then not finish projects and wonder why I wouldn't finish projects because I recognize that I really wasn't in my calling at the time. Where now I am, and it's been, it's been the best decision I ever made in my life. I love that. So when you're talking to people, how can you help them kind of focus in on what they should be doing or what they can be doing? Because oftentimes people have a lot of ideas. You know, like you, I started a million things and, and often didn't finish many. And, but how do you get people to focus in and really narrow down to what they're supposed to be doing or what excites them the most? We do a lot of work on self-discovery of who you are and really find out who you are, what is your message, what do you want to do, what, what are you here for, what do you stand for. Sometimes I even say, you know, what pisses you off? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how, it's always interesting how you sometimes have to do the opposite to draw it out of them uh, mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know, what you want. So it's like what, what you don't want. And then they kind of could just flip it. And oh. it's really learning about really understanding who you are from that non-judgmental standpoint and that non-critical. Take the marketing hat off. Take the sales hat off. Take all those hats off and let's find out who you are. And because as women especially – We've been so so trained to to be a certain way, and we think we need to be like the men, the way they're building their business, and we need to be a certain way, and we forget, and we lose our own voice, and we get lost in the, in the, in the shuffle, and we forgot who we are and what's important to us. And so really the main thing is really getting back to that. It's almost like the beginning, you know, the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say you can learn all the how-tos in life, but if you don't have a strong foundation in you, you're going to miss mm-hmm. the mark every time. So it's really building that foundation on, on, on the inner work and the inner game and then, and then branching out from there depending on what's needed. Mm-hmm. I like that, building the, the foundation on the inner game. And I find in, in talking to women and in networking, which you and I do a lot of, you start to ask them, what do they do, or what is their business? And I hear so often, and I just, you know, it, it, I really have to have the conversation with people to shift, is they spout off 
their standard memorized, here's what they do. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I want to hear from people the passion, and it may mm -hmm. be slightly different each time, but it's really important to dig in and really get the emotion because I believe that's when you draw people in. And I think so often we're just repeating what we think people want to hear and we're not really getting in touch with what it means mm -hmm. to us. And that's when the emotion comes out. Do you have a, find that it's, it's hard for women to get to that place or do you find that it's pretty easy to get them there? It's very difficult for them to get there because they're always like, I, I, I tell them, from the get-go, they say, well, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a doctor, I am an entrepreneur. And I'm like, no, you're not. It's, you are an individual. You are a person. You are an individual with feelings and passions and, and, and you know, love of life. So what is, who is that person? Mm -hmm. And we want to hear that person. So even in our uh, eWomen Network luncheons with the first question of who, who are you, it's like, what are your passions? What is your mission? What gets mm -hmm. you up in the morning every day? What do you stand for? And so people, that's what people want to know. That's what people want mm -hmm. to meet. And, you know, chiropractor is what you do. It's not who mm -hmm. you are. So I kind of like, mm -hmm. and get them to try to see that difference because, especially with women, because we're always complaining that, you know, people just want to hand a business card and get into that, what, what do you do? And they want to build a relationship and get into the connection. Well, if you answer it that way, then you are getting into building that relationship and that connection, and that's what you want. So, mm -hmm. you know, ditch the pitch <laughs> and really mm -hmm. speak from your heart, speak from your gut, and speak what you feel. So I never say the same thing twice. And mm -hmm. many times I'll say things that people say, oh, that was great, say that again. And I'm like, I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> Because it came from my, came from my I'm heart. Glad, I'm, I'm glad that happens to other people too because somebody will say, repeat that. And it's like, repeat what? <laughs> exactly. It's like, wait a minute. That's the problem. When, when, that, that is the sideline side of when you speak from your, from your gut and from your heart. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, trust your instinct. Trust. Mm -hmm. Just trust it. I love when you say, ditch the pitch. Um, and people don't care what you do until they really mm -hmm. get to know who you are. So when you say um, what you do and who you are are different, I think that's something really important for people to take away from this conversation because they need to, they need to really know who you are and to really connect with you in order to really build that relationship. And I think that's so important for people to understand. So, but I find that it's really hard for people to make that distinction and to just let go to what they're kind of what they're feeling. So, is there there a, an exercise or something that you can share that you take people through just uh, just briefly, just so that to get them to start getting out of that um, kind of automatic repetition that they're in. I have, actually have a few assessments that I use. I found that women love assessments, and I have mm -hmm. one of my most popular ones is my feminine business archetype assessment, and mm -hmm. it's a whole program that, that, that accompanies that. And first of all, because women just love assessments and finding out about themselves, but especially since the 12 archetypes are feminine, they get to, I get to show it to them in a different way. I get to show them 
their personality and their passion and, and to bring that out in a different way. When they get that validation and they get to see how they could lead with their feminine essence and their feminine strengths, they get to start to see how, you know, intuition and wisdom is and compassion and love are all powerful strengths that they could use that they need to be showing up in the world. And mm-hmm. they need to be showing that so that they could show up as an authentic, you know, their authentic way so that they can mm-hmm. stand out from the crowd as well. Because mm-hmm. when you do that, you know, you don't want to be a pea in the pod. You mm-hmm. want to, you want to be, you know, to stand out. So, so it's an assessment that we start with and then we identify their feminine brilliance. And then I have in the, within the program, I actually show them how they could show that up in their marketing how they could then create attention-getting email campaigns and sales copy. And all of this is showing up as who they are. Um, Mm. Like, for example, my archetypes are romantic hero. So the romantic part of me is about having women experience experiences, getting that Mm -hmm. experience and love women, you know, really experiencing a situation and because women just open up that way. And then my, the hero part of me is that underdog of why I've always been working with women to, you know, have them overcome adversity. So put the two together is a, I'm helping you over. It's like my tough love, which is my gutsy gal. And mm-hmm. ironically, I had the gutsy gal prior to even doing this archetypes. And then when mm-hmm. I saw that I was romantic love and here I am tough love, I'm like, it's perfect. So when women wow. get that aha and they get and they start to see it and they get to start to show up that way and how they could show up in their their words that they use and you know the the essence that they walk in a room with different things like that then they mm-hmm. start to feel more confident so it's like that that inner confidence of knowing like you were saying knowing that they know so it's that mm-hmm. calm confidence that they could show up with and then they're they're able to have that freedom to not worry about being judged or not everybody liking them. So I, I do a lot of I do a lot of work with that, where mm-hmm. you don't want you want to. I tell people if you're not if they're not rolling their eyes at you, then you're you're not showing up as you. You're being mm-hmm. too nice. You're being too much of a people pleaser, and and it's not going to allow people to push push be, let you be a pushover. And so let people, don't be afraid to let people roll their eyes because that's how you're going to weed out who you're not meant to work with and pull forward your soul clients who love what you're saying and say, I need more of that. So when they recognize that, that's what it's all about. It's not chasing clients. It's about their soul clients seeing them and loving how they're showing up and saying, hey, I resonate with her. I need to, I need more of her. I, I love that. And I think it's, it, what, what makes me think of is what I often say is that you want, it's okay to repel people who aren't your ideal client because on the other side, you're going to attract the people who are. There are plenty of people to work with. So don't be afraid that you're going to repel some people because they're, you, they're never going to be happy. They're not your ideal clients. They're going to struggle. And if you're really struggling to get people to step into taking action with you, to step into doing things, they're not your ideal client. So get really clear on your message and that will help you find that. When you're looking for a niche, if there are 10,000 people in that niche, you could create a six-figure business. How many people are in the world? All you need is 10,000 to create mm. a six-figure business. And you don't 
you don't hire, they don't hire all of you, but just 10,000 people to market to. And you can create six figures. That's great. I love, well, I love statistics and I love that. So perfect. Thank you for sharing that. So we need to take a real quick break. And when we come back, I want to continue this conversation and um, think about an example that you can share when we come back about someone who has taken that assessment and how it opened up and really surprised them um, and opened up doors. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Today on our success interview, we're talking with entrepreneur, author, speaker, and eWomen Network Managing Director for the Central New Jersey Chapter, Ro Couture DeSaro. Ro is the owner of Gutsy Gals Get More. If you missed the first half of our conversation, you absolutely need to go back. Ro shared so much, and a couple of my key takeaways were when she said, ditch the pitch, and it's really about what you do knowing that that's very different from who you are. I think oftentimes we respond with what we do and people don't get to know us. And before the break, we were talking about her feminine assessment and Ro shared what it did for her and what she learned. And I want to ask you, Ro, do you have another just brief example that you could share about someone who took that and it really opened up an aha for them and what they were going to do? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I have, a, I have a, a couple of women come to mind, but 
just one that's recent was actually she made a business change because of, of the assessment and learning more about herself. And she was, she was a woman who didn't have clarity on her direction of where she was going, and, and she was going in several different pathways. And, and then she took, she took a certification course to go down one path, and then, but that wasn't her love, and then she had another path. And then when she started to do the assessment and just doing this work of what she stands for and what she really wants, she recognized that the original business that she was working in was actually in a tea business and she was doing a more like a more of a like a a, a traveling tea business and mm-hmm. she recognized that what she really wanted was a retail tea bar and today I'm happy to say she has a tea bar and it just really gave her the clarity and the confidence on her passion of what she wanted to do. And she dropped everything else and she's just now focusing on that one piece of business and her life has changed. Her fulfillment has changed and, you know, and her success is now, is now going in the direction that she wants. Very nice. So if there are any of our listeners who are looking for more clarity um, and more confidence and getting that, then it sounds like they definitely want to be sure to, to connect with you. Um, I'd like to switch our conversation just a little bit, so thank you for sharing that. One of the things we like to talk up with our guests about is how they've used products and programs and services and you know, along with that, what strategies have you used to grow a successful business? Because a lot of times people get into business and they're stuck with what they can do to really grow it and make more money, you know, expand their reach and make a bigger impact. Hmm. The, my, my information, I started my business with information products and I've used them to, to grow my list. I did it. I gave them away as giveaways at my speaking engagements. When I attend other people's organizations events, I'll use them as door prizes to give away. I've used it as call to actions on my website to to build my list. I I use them today, and it's it's so nice because like repurposing pro- mm-hmm. programs that you've done to to scale your business. I mm-hmm. now use them as bonuses for my live programs. So if people sign up for my live program, here's a bonus. Um, and these are, you know, information products that I've, that I've created maybe two or three years prior and, mm-hmm. and, and used it that way. So I've used it at fundraising, at, at galas. I've used it even like with the eWomen Network Foundation, with raffles. I'm giving mm-hmm. away, you know, some of my programs, some of my information products, kind of giving away out there. So I, my, the main way I have built my business is through speaking. Mm-hmm. And whether I'm speaking at other uh, events or I'm creating my own workshops. When I didn't have enough events to to go to and speak to, I just created my own. And I started mm-hmm. out, you know, with, with a two-hour workshop and then built that to half a day, to a full day, and now I'm doing weekend retreats. So mm-hmm. that's how I've, I've scaled it where I – Instead of just starting out with a three-day and getting all flustered and overwhelmed, I started out with a two-hour. And the beauty of it is that no matter whether I did a two-hour workshop or a full one-day conference, I -hmm. still pretty much get to offer, make an offer at each one of those events. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, and sometimes they, you know, the longer I'm in front of a crowd, you know, maybe the higher value program I can offer because mm-hmm. they get to know me, you know, longer. So they get to build that confidence and trust and say, yeah, I want to do more business with her. Um, mm-hmm. But that's been the, my main vein for building my business. But, but that's what I love. So, you know, when it comes to marketing and feel good, one of the things I, I always, you know, mention is you've got to do what you love. You can't do what the whole, every guru and every expert is telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if they're saying for you to go, to go speak and you're, you know, definitely afraid of speaking, maybe that's not the way to get started. And that's something you could grow into, but maybe mm-hmm. you need to do, you know, maybe it's a different way for you. You know, maybe it's something else. So um, that's been my number one. Well, and I love the way that you've taken it and really chunked it out uh, is the way I would I kind of get that visual. So you started with something that was manageable, two hours, and then you moved it to a half day. Because if you have two hours, you can then expand it. You can know what people want. And one of the things that people often try to do is they try to create a three-day program when they've never done a program, and they think they know what people want, but until you've actually done it, you Mm -hmm. don't know what they want. And I think by doing it this way, you can really get good feedback. You can really get good, you know, information. So, you know, doing the the two hour to the half day to the full day to a weekend to doing retreats. So you get there, and it builds, and you get more, you know, content. I love the fact that you're repurposing because I, we hear we see people all the time, you know, say that they have to go create more content. And when we work with people through turn knowledge to profit, what we realize is they're often making it really complicated and they think they've got to go create it when in many cases they already have a lot of what they need. They just don't have it put together or they're just missing a few pieces to really package it in a way that makes sense that people get it. We often try to make it too complicated and it takes someone else, like you know, coming to you as a coach, you, know, you can see what they can't see. When people come to us, we can see what they can't see. And it's, I love those aha moments because people think, you know, they have to go create all this stuff. And for the most part, they, there's a little they sometimes have to do, but it's not nearly what they think they do. And we put that roadblock in front of us thinking, I've got to do all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we, we um, took Lisa Sasevich's program and, you know, went to do a speaking from the stage and doing all that. And, you know, oftentimes when you take a program or you go through something like that, you really have to look at, is that for me? Now, we learned a ton and made incredible connections. Matter of fact, that's, I met Sandra Yancey at one of her, at Lisa's events, because she was speaking on the stage at that event. So it was totally, you know, absolutely worth it. But we also realized what we love doing and where our passion is. And just like you, you know, you've got to tweak it so that it works for you. Right. It's got to be what you love because Mm -hmm. if you're doing what you love, then you don't have to worry about getting out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. The the reason why people have trouble getting out of their comfort zone is because they're trying to do something that's not meant for them and Mm -hmm. and somebody else had told them to do it this way and they're trying to do it exactly that way. I took Lisa's program as well and I also took three other individuals' program on speaking. 
because mm-hmm. I knew I loved to speak, and I said I want to become a. I just want to get better and better at speaking. So I mm-hmm. took more than one individuals, and then I took out like what you just said. I took out the best of what resonated with me, mm-hmm. and and put that into action. And I mm-hmm. and I take my clients through a flow. Uh, it's almost like a journey. Like I could say, mm-hmm. okay, here's where they they need first, and then they're going to need this next, and this next, and this next. I almost I have that journey planned out for them. They just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. So I bring them down that path so that they're going down the path the way they need to instead of doing things at the wrong time and putting the cart before the horse, so mm-hmm. to speak. Putting the horse before the cart, actually. Yeah. No, I, I, that's, I, I like that you take them through that journey. Um, and I think that's what successful business owners do. They know. We know what our clients need. They just don't mm-hmm. know what they need. And if we tell them up front, this is what you have to do, they're going to like, they're not going to do it. But if you take them through that path and through that process where they discover it, and that's what successful coaches do, is help people discover what they need in a way that they really buy into it. And that's, that's a, real, a real gift. So very, very mm-hmm. interesting. And I love the way that you've repurposed that, that you've got your call to actions, you've got your different things, and you really leverage what you've created so you've shared so much with us. How can our listeners connect with you, learn more about what you do? Two ways. One is my website, and, and another one is, if I can, is another website that has a giveaway. So I can, I can give away exactly like I, like I just uh, mentioned how I do leverage it. Um, my website is my name, which is Ro. CoutureDesaro.com. So it's R-O-E-C-O-U-T-U-R-E-D-E-S-A-R-O.com. And on my website, they could click on Be Gutsy and they could see some of my programs and that I have and, you know, and learn more about me and my programs and how I could help them. Then also I have a giveaway and on my GutsyGalsGetMore.com website. So there's a free download uh, that they, it's a self-discovery coaching program. I think the one I have up there right now is on confidence, is on building confidence, and it has six audios that come with it. So every three days they'll get like a five to ten minute audio as well besides, besides the ebook and the coaching program. I love that. Thank you very much. And we will put a link to connect with you on our Turn Knowledge to Profit podcast page, so they'll be able to get you there too. So perfect. Thank you so much for, for sharing today. As we end our time together, can you give our listeners just one tip or piece of advice that they can use to help them build and grow their business? Absolutely. One tip of advice that I have, it's, it's one of the three principles that changed my business from really being stuck at a point to, to shining as it is now. And, and it's the three principles are stop learning, start thinking, and start creating. And, and before you write me off with the stop learning part, um, let me just briefly, briefly explain. Because the stop learning is all about that emphasis on knowledge and skill set and having as many credentials and initials after your name uh, because it's not enough to run a profitable business or a lifestyle business. You know, women undervalue themselves and they wind up taking too many courses to learn and, and, and not really getting out there. So my 
stop learning is about that because I'm a lifelong learner myself. So mm-hmm. it's it's not about the personal growth. It's about too many information products. We have one more initial, one more course I take, and then people will listen to me. The 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 start thinking is about thinking intuitively and thinking about what you really want. So it's like bringing your heart and gut into the equation. So using mm-hmm. our intuition to making decisions, that's where our confidence lies. So and that's where the trust comes from knowing who you are and what you want. Mm-hmm. So it's really about slowing down, listening to your wisdom, your feminine power, so, because you can't hear it if you're under stress and overwhelmed. So it's like, so start thinking about what you believe to be true. That's in alignment with your own truth. And then start creating, because once you have that and you have that clarity, you can clear all those blockages, and now your creativity can open up. And now you could create programs that are your programs and not being, you know, gotten, you know, convoluted in the world because of everybody telling you what they think you should do and what you need to be doing. So it's really about touching into your, your gut brain and your heart brain. So stop, th- stop learning, stop thinking, and start creating. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so much, thank you very much for joining us today and giving us some great things to think about. Uh, thank you. And I thank you for having me, and I thank you for being here. This has been wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We need to take another real quick break, and when we come back, it's our business builder. So stay tuned. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. As always, I'm here with Janelle, and our business builder today is all about staying focused. 
You know, I think staying focused is a real challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs. There's so many different ways we can go and there's so many different things we can do. What do you suggest to help people stay focused, Michael? You're absolutely right. This is such an uh, important topic because there's so much information out there. Um, every day, I don't know about you, every day I get e emails um, talk about the three secrets to whatever it is, writing a book or creating an online course or, you know, I, I could go off and do that, you know, a new system every week to try and create things. Um, and also a lot of times clients ask for more. So I'm working with a client and they say, hey, this has really been great. Do you do this? And it's not something that I do, but I could easily, if I wasn't focused, say, sure, I'll do that and bring that in and start doing that as well. So, you know, one of the, the, the biggest challenges for successful entrepreneurs is to stay focused. Uh, it, it's just so essential. If, if you're not focused, you're not working on your business, it's really, really difficult to be successful. Well, I think it helps you know when you're really focused on what you do really well when you're focused on your expertise. It helps you determine what are some great areas to get partners in? What are some great areas to leverage other experts and do some collaboration? I know that we've done some different collaboration partnerships and it's really great because you get to do what you love and the other people get to do what they love and it's a win-win because the clients get the best service and the best results. Yeah, that's really key. So, you know, it's, you're hitting on sort of the first point of it, which is know what you enjoy doing and what you do well, and then um, focus on that. Um, as you said, we've done a lot of partnerships. I'm working with someone right now who um, brought us in because um, she can develop products, but she doesn't like to do it. And so she's very, very smart in recognizing that, that that's something she could do, um, but it's just not something that gets her excited, gets her up in the morning. So she's found someone else, us, to do that piece for her so she can focus on the stuff she really loves to do. And that's really the key because that's, you know, if, if you're focused on the stuff you're passionate about, um, you'll do a fantastic job and it won't seem like work. It'll just be something that's enjoyable. If you have to focus on other things that you're not so good at or that are a challenge for you or that you just don't, don't enjoy doing, it just bogs down the whole company. So that's really key. Um, you know, the other thing is to just really understand, um, you know, what it is you're good at and, and stick with that. Um, I used to have a coach, I mean, Janelle and I were in a mastermind for a while and, and the coach used to say to people who couldn't focus, look, just pick a horse and ride it, you know, and, and what she was trying to say there was that, that right now you're flailing around with a lot of different ideas, a lot of different things, a lot of different clients. Just focus on something, anything, and move forward with it. Because once you focus on it, then everything else becomes clear. And, it it yeah. does. And I think that um, a lot of times people say, I can't afford to bring in a partner. Or I can't afford to um, have someone else help with my clients. And what I would say is, I don't think you can afford not to. There's a lot of different ways that you can collaborate and 
partner with people. So start the conversations and I'm really confident that you're going to find someone who's a great partner if that's what you need and find a workable solution for both of you. And if you're focusing on what you do really well, you're going to be making a lot more money versus trying to do all those things that you can do, but that really aren't your expertise. So I just challenge everyone to think a little bit differently about what some of the solutions are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes it's a partner. Other times it's just simply, and I know this sounds crazy, but just turning away business. You know, there's good money and there's bad money. Good money, you know, fuels you, lets you do what you like to do, lets you work with the clients you like to work with uh, and do the things you're really good at to make a real difference for those clients in their business, in their life. Um, you know, if you're not focused in and you just anybody who walks through the door and says, do you do this? And you say, sure, I can help you with that. It just becomes it just becomes so unfocused and so difficult for you really to do a good job at anything. Um, you know, and, and the key is really to continue to go back to what is my strategy? What is it I do good at? What is it I understand? What, where am I going with this business? Not I'm going anywhere that happens to come down the road. So, you know, one of the, when I do speaking, one of the quotes that I love to use is from Alice in Wonderland. And uh, when she meets the Cheshire cat for the first time, um, she's, the Cheshire cat says, where are you going? And she says, I don't know. And then the cat says, well, if you don't know, then any road will do. So the idea being that if you, if you don't know where you're going, you, you can do anything you want and any road will get you there and where you end up, who knows. Yeah, and I know one of the things you do really well, Michael, is you're often able to talk to people and help them systematize and put structure into certain parts of what they do so they don't have to keep doing it over and over again if it's not something that's their real core expertise but it's a key part of what they do so that's where bringing in an expert to really look at what you're doing to talk about what some of the options are is a great solution too it, it is and you know actually that's an interesting way that you bring up that that someone can step back and look at their business i mean i always look at it and say if if I'm working with a client and they're asking about structuring or creating a system around a particular area and we start to discuss that and we start to get into what are the steps do you use, how do you do it, if they can't really articulate what steps they go through, if they can't really articulate what it is they do, then I start to wonder if that's really an area where they should be focusing because there's almost like there's no there there. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure they do, they may even do a good job at it, but it's it's sort of made up as they go along. If if you step back and you say this is the area where I want to focus, what's the system I use, and it's very clear to you what steps you go through, how you do it, what makes you different, that's an area to focus on. I and mean, it's really you know becomes pretty clear. Mm, it's a great way to look at it. Yeah, you know, so so I, I would challenge everybody to, to stop for a second and do that with your business. Sort of step back and say, you know, what are the things that I'm very clear on? What are those 
tasks, those areas of focus that I understand very well and I can just rattle off, here's exactly what I do with my clients. Here's exactly the steps I take them through. Here's how they engage. That's an area where you may want to focus. If, on the other hand, it's a little bit grayer for you, um, if you start to hear yourself saying, well, you know, every client's different and it really depends <laughs> and I'm not really sure I have to, you know, it, each business is unique, you know, then I start to wonder, well, you know, is there really a process there? And you might wonder that same thing. Is there really a process there? Maybe there is, but you want to look at that with a little bit more skepticism a little bit more detailed than you did if you really understand the process going in well and i know one of the things that you're always talking to potential clients about is making sure that they really understand what they're doing and how they're serving clients because sometimes it can just be too early to be start creating prop products we think we want to have products but we're not quite ready so there is an optimal time or a better time to do that just saying you want products but not having a process means you're going to develop a lot of things that may or may not serve the people you want to serve so that's why again bringing in an expert and say when is the right time am i ready what do i need to know really will save you a lot of time in creating things that just you're not going to be able to monetize. Yeah, and that goes back again to having a strategy, you know, having a, a growth strategy for your business and really where you're going to focus your time. I worked with a client uh, a while back and she came and said, you know, I wanted to develop this course. And as we started to get into it, um, you know, one of the first questions I asked was, well, who's the target audience for this course? And her response is, well, you know, I do, I, I have people that come in from the web. I work with small business entrepreneurs. I work with corporate clients. Uh, I, and I work with uh, public service and, and nonprofits. And I said, well, th th those are all completely different, you know, audiences. They're completely, they require completely different courses. Mm -hmm. uh, may all still be based on the same core message, but those are really different uh, audiences with different expectations and different needs. So you really need to sort of focus in on which one is really your core audience uh, and which ones, you know, aren't. And that's really, that's really key. Well, but then you can also take what you've done once you've done your core program and then fairly easily modify sure. it sure. for your different groups, which is I what I love you do that again, that is leveraging what you're doing, but you've got to start someplace. You can't do a one size fits all. It's very difficult to do it successfully. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so you, you can leverage it fairly easily, but you really got to get that first one done in the first core. Um, so, you know, sort of wrapping up, you know, what are the benefits of, of having a clear focus? I mean, to me, it really uh, enables you to really focus not just what you do, but focus your marketing, focus your networking, your message, really everything about your business so that you can save time and money. Um, the other thing that I think is really important, especially to, to us in the coaching, uh, speaking or writing businesses, is that it, it really lets you dominate a niche in the market, whatever your niche is, and become known as the expert in that area. If you think 
um, of the coaches that you know of that come to the top of mind, think people like Tony Robbins or Brendan Bouchard or, you know, any of those coaches that are out there that have big names, they really focus in and dominate their niche and they don't go off and do other stuff. So they really are focused. That's how they built their business. That's how they built their reputation. So that's that's really the sort of the key of, of maintaining a, a good focus. And I'm going to invite all our listeners to join the conversation on Facebook and go to Turn Knowledge to Profit and let us know what challenges you have about staying focused or if you've got some tools or things that you use to help you stay focused, please share those because I think this is key to really building a successful business. Yeah, it really is. I mean, again, focus is the biggest challenge for entrepreneurs and the successful ones do it and the ones that are less successful don't. It's, that's really the bottom line. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for our future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.